So when I joined the Marine Corps, I was in recruit basic training in Paris Island, South Carolina. And it was probably about the fourth week. Um, now, just so you know, we, we had about 76 guys um, originally in boot camp, and we actually graduated about 54. So uh, we lost about 22 guys uh, for multiple reasons. So it was about the fourth or fifth week, and I was uh, we were all cleaning the barracks one day. Might have been a Saturday. I don't know. Uh, but I was cleaning the glass, the windows, and you could see the parade deck from our barracks. And the parade deck is where everybody graduated. After 13 weeks, if you made it, you graduated on the parade deck. <clears throat> so I'm cleaning the glass. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, someone grabs the back of my head, shoves my face up against the glass, and my nose is all against the glass, and it's a drill instructor, Sergeant McCormick, and he basically is in my ear, and he said, you see that parade deck out there? I said, yes, sir, Sergeant McCormick, drill instructor, sir. He said, this is the only place you're going to see it from. And he lets go of my head, and he vanishes. And I'm standing there, stunned. Whew. I said, man, I hope I make it. I hope I make it. I either have to make it or I quit. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it. So basically, today, we're going to talk about high-performance people don't quit. Now let's get started. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. All right, 90% today, 90% of startup businesses fail within the first five years. So basically, that means the founder, the entrepreneur... Gives up, throws in the towel, taps out, and says, I quit. Nine out of ten quit in the first five years. You know, it still blows my mind that I started this thing 33 years ago with $274 and a used truck, a Ford Ranger. I put a $100 service cap on the back of it. I bought it out of a trading post back then. And... We, we, I took it to a professional place. We had our logo put on it, a logo that my wife basically um, invented, established, started. And we took it to a professional uh, vinyl logo place, and they cleaned up that artwork, put it on both doors, put it on the cap, put it on the back of the cap. And basically, I was in business. So two hundred seventy-four dollars uh, was about enough to buy a motor and a few parts, and that's about it. Now you got to know that the same year we got married, bought our first eight hundred square foot ranch, and started McAfee. Zero business experience. Zero. Zero. I read one business book. It was called Cash, Cash, Who's Got the Cash? And that's it, folks. That was it. 
Um, and not enough industry experience. I worked in the industry two years, two years. Now, here's what I did. I wrote down everything that I said I would not do when I start a business. And I had that on a piece of paper. And I, I'm not going to do this. I am not going to do this. And I am not going to do this. And it was all the negative stuff that these companies that really didn't know what they were doing did, okay, or didn't do. So I either said, I'm never going to do that, or we've got to do this because they didn't do it. And that's probably why they failed. So the first company I worked for, uh, they had been in business about 30 years. They were about a, I was probably the fifth guy hired. Um, you know, by the way, he fired me and the first, after one year of employment, he f brought me in and he said, you'll never make it as a mechanic. And he fired me. Um, two days later, I had another job in the industry, um, for a couple dollars more per hour. He put me in the service truck and, um, gave me just a little bit of training and, uh, cause all I did at the first job was install and help be a helper. But anyway, uh, it was there that I found out I could sell because I ended up outselling their full-time salesperson, uh, which it ticked him off. And, um, but the owner didn't know, he just didn't have a plan. He didn't have systems in place. And, um, he went out of business, laid me off about a month before they closed their doors. And that's when we said, now's, now's a good time to do this. Let's make it happen. Um, uh, so the second year in my business, second year, not first year, not first month, second year in business, my phone didn't ring for two weeks. And a lot of people were saying, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, how, how are you going to make this work? Your phone's not ringing. What are you going to do? I could have easily quit. I could have easily tapped out right there. Um, and then a few years later, I didn't tap out. It's gradually started growing. And my sixth year in business, I was applying for a building loan because we had plans to build a new building to get out of the garage that we had built the second year in business. And I went to five banks, five banks. They said, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way. And I could have easily thrown in the towel, tapped out right there, but I didn't. The sixth bank said yes. And uh, we were in business. I mean, we were building a building and uh, I got, you know, I got all the walls built on that building and I hired a contractor and we had to do a lot of, uh, remove a lot of trees and do all the foundational work and all that kind of stuff. But they were putting the walls up and got all four walls up and they didn't have them supported well. And one Saturday they collapsed. Yeah, that's a lot of people would have thrown in the towel right there because it's just, uh, I don't give up easily. The, the contractor, it was his fault. He didn't have them supported properly. He fixed it, ended up building the building, blah, blah, blah. So, um, you know, uh, things happen. The list, my list of obstacles and failures go on and on and on and on and on. And successful people, they don't get stuck on failure. Failure is just part of the process to succeeding. And that's what you got to know. So what I'm going to talk about today is 
the top five requirements uh, to have the I will not quit attitude. Now, this is all about high performance. People don't quit. But the five requirements that I picked out of multiple requirements, but these are, these are my five um, for this podcast, uh, it's the requirements for I will not quit attitude, okay? And number one, I think, is confidence. It's extremely important to be confident. You know, they say the difference between a confident person and an arrogant person is that a confident person has nothing to prove. But an arrogant person appears to have to prove that they're confident. Isn't that funny? Now, you got to know who you are. You got to know what you want to do, and you got to figure out how to do it. But you got to be confident. And it's not that kind of confidence where you fake it till you make it. I mean, you've got to be confident. You know, you've got to be confident, and I can make this thing work. When my phone didn't ring for two weeks, I was still confident I could make this thing work. At the time, all I had to do was just go out and work harder and meet more people and make my phone ring. And that's what I did. So I also had, um, I had personally, my strength came from my faith in Jesus Christ. That's where I get my strength today from my faith in my Lord and Savior. And that's not for everyone, and that's okay. But you've got to get your strength. Um, from something or someone um, in order to make it through the obstacles and the failures you're going to have. So you've also got to be secure in being who you are at any time in your growth. You know, when I started joining some groups and I was just doing somewhere around 400,000 a year. And I was joining groups, sitting at tables with guys that were doing 4 million a year or 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, some higher than that. I still had to be confident sitting at that table. Um, you know why? Because I realized everybody at that table started somewhere and I was okay with where I was. Now I wanted to be larger for sure, but I was okay. I was a sponge around that table. I was learning, and they learned a few things from me, but I, I was learning. And if you take a quick look at some very, very successful companies and the owners and founders of the company, you'll find they started with very little too. So let's take a look at them right now. Put them up on the screen. Let's take a look at Steve Jobs. I mean, Steve Jobs started in his dad's garage. As you know, if you've watched any of the Steve Jobs movies. Um, how about Elon Musk? Take, take a look at that guy. He started in a, in a small office in his house. And, uh, and then there's Jeff Bezos. Uh, you know, Jeff Bezos started, look at that office. I mean, he started somewhere. I mean, Amazon wasn't an existent, existence. It wasn't around. It was, he started it. See, he started small and started selling books. Uh, you know why he started selling books? Because he figured it out that books could be shipped for about the same price. So it was an easy shipping. And then he went to CDs and DVDs, which was actually easier shipping. 
So that's what he started with and why. Isn't that kind of funny? Um, and then, of course, you know where Amazon's at today. Okay, so everybody starts somewhere, and normally it's pretty small. So long story short, you got to be secure where you're at in your growth. You know, that's part of confidence, and um, that matters. You know, you can't, you can't be all, you know, down in the dumps and weaned on a pickle about how small you are or feel inferior about it. Be confident. Be confident who you are. Number two, very important, you got to define your values. Um, you know, you, you, you may want a business plan. Not, not every company that starts has to have a business plan. I sure didn't. I sure didn't. And, and a lot of those guys I just showed you, they didn't either. Um, anybody that spent a lot of time in, in a business college will tell you you have to have a business plan. You really don't have to have a business plan. you got to have some ideas and you got to have a plan. Um, but I'll tell you what you do need that I think you need to have. You need to know what you stand for. you got to know what you stand for. And it's very important to know what you stand for before you start this business. Now, this is... This is our McAfee way, and every company just about should have a way. If I ask the owner, what's your way, and they don't know, I, I say, let me talk to one of your key employees because they'll tell me your way, okay? So I read the book, The Toyota Way, and that was back when uh, Toyota surpassed General Motors, you know, the big monster General Motors. Well, Toyota had a way of doing things and they surpassed General Motors. Uh, good or bad, it is what it is. But the McAfee way, uh, you know, long story short, I was uh, my first board of advisors that I formed. I, I chose people that were very strong in what I was weak at, what my company needed. So number one, I hired a person who was very strong in HR. Uh, they were actually the key hiring person at... Uh, I'm's pet food. They were on my board. And then I hired someone very, very strong in operations. They, they were in the machine shop world, um, tool and die stuff and manufacturing. And uh, they were very strong in operations. And I had them on my board. And then I had a key person who was, was multi-talented that ran um, a national uh, home improvement company. And they were on my board. So we were having a meeting one day, and I'd always talked and, and referred to the McAfee way. And, you know, the McAfee way is calling people when we're on the way and, and uh, wearing shoe protectors and, and keeping our trucks clean and oh, a wide variety of stuff. But um, the one that was really strong in operation said, uh, show me the McAfee way. And I said, well, I don't have anything in writing but I can tell you about it. He said, no, I, I want something in writing. So your homework is to come up with something in writing. And I went home for the weekend and um, worked on that. And I came up with this. Um, and it's we've tweaked it a little bit, but it has stuck. Um, so we've basically got integrity, care, culture, consistency, innovation, and team. And I won't go into these deep, but we maintain integrity in everything we do. We take care of people first, especially our employees first, because if you don't take care of your employees first, it doesn't matter how well you take care of your customers, okay? And then we also take care of our vendors extremely well. We pay our vendors 
early, but always on time. Early and always on time. And uh, we uh, also demonstrate our culture, which, which strives for perfection. We know we're not going to hit perfection, but we're going to hit excellence along the way. We're also extremely consistent, extremely consistent in what we do. It's very important to be consistent. You can't be inconsistent and be a successful business. And it's also, we're innovative. We're ahead of the competition. We're coming out with cool things way before they do. And, and we're staying ahead of them. And, and we did because in 2016, we worked our way from number 489 to number one in our market. And we've kept that. And then we also, we make decisions as a team, very strong decision-making. We discuss a lot of things, kick it around and, um, and improve it and make it what, you know, make it good, make it uh, done with excellence. So uh, to put it simply, your business values are your philosophy of how you think your business should run. And that's exactly the McAfee way. I mean, it started with my values. Uh, integrity is extremely important to me. Doing it right, doing um, it right even when no one's looking, that's extremely important to me. So that's number one on my McAfee way list. Um, everything flows from your why. And um, I, I really learned a lot about that from Simon Sinek. Um, he's the guru of teaching the why behind the what. And uh, he's actually got a, a really good podcast on that. Um, in the beginning, you have the most time. If you're a startup business, the first couple of years, you have the most time. You may not think you do, but you have a lot more time than you, than you will in, in the next 10 years. So you got to know what you stand for. You got to know what kind of people you want to hire. What do you, who do you want to surround yourself with? What do they look like? Hiring the best people, hiring the most qualified people, Hiring the most, uh, the people with the right attitude. We hire for attitude, train for skills. Very important. Um, and then what is your business going to be known for? What's it based off of? Uh, not just what you do. What's it known for? And who will support, who will you support or who will you give to? Um, for us, it's children and families in our community. And we started in 2006 which is 17 years ago, we started the McAfee Foundation for Children and Youth. And we support a lot of children in multiple ways um, and families in the Miami Valley, which is in our community. And uh, then you got to know what kind of leadership style are you going to have in this business? When you start hiring people, what's your leadership look like? And how will it be run? How will you run your business? Will you borrow money or will you go in the, go in the debt route? Write down what values are meaningful to you before you even start. So, like I said, I personally, some people argue this, that you can be more successful if you have a business plan first. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but I do expect you to write down the values of what are the what values meaningful to you and how you're going to run your business and all that kind of stuff. It's very important. You could say, well, Greg, that's a business plan. I just... Well, lay it out. Good. Go, go get them. Call it what you want. Number three, I think everybody should do a personal SWOT analysis. What are your personal strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats? 
Um, this helps you see what you're good at, what you need help with, what your potential is, and what you need to look out for. Okay, And that's very important personally. As you grow, you can do a SWOT analysis in the business, and that's extremely helpful. We've talked about it several times here. But in, at the beginning, you need to do a personal SWOT analysis. And uh, it's uh, you should have a firm grasp on the situation at hand, and you should know yourself a little bit better after this SWOT analysis. Your analysis can be something you share with someone, or you just keep it to yourself. But it's really important that you do one of those. Uh, number four, you, you've got to have a mentor. Uh, you know I talk a lot about having a mentor, a board of advisors, and um, a coach, a business coach. Uh, but you've got to have a mentor. And you can get a mentor. I think, you know, I share what I did was I sent a letter out to three different very large companies in Ohio outside of my territory. And I basically wrote them a letter and said, um, I'm a new company. I'd like to learn about you and how you do things. Um, I'll buy your lunch and I'll give you $100 for your, an hour time. And I sent out three letters. I got one response. It was Mark Swepston out of uh, Columbus, Ohio, Atlas Butler, very well-known, successful uh, heating and air company. And Mark met me at his office uh, I was pretty nervous. I wore a suit and tie, and he wore a service uniform. Um, he spent six hours with me. He bought my lunch, and he wouldn't take my hundred bucks. And we have met two to three times a year ever since, and became good friends. Uh, so it's just good to have a mentor, and he helps me with different things. The first year, you know, you form a board of advisors, but that mentor, 92% of small businesses said that mentors, mentors directly impact growth and the survival of their business. Most all successful entrepreneurs have them, had them, still have one. So a mentor brings um, experience and fresh perspectives to you that you don't have. They can help you find opportunities in networking. They know a lot more people than you do. They can assist in building an, uh, a company culture like we talked about. They can hone your leadership and management style and skills. And we all need someone to tell us to either slow down, stop, or speed up a little bit. And that's what a mentor can do. Okay? All right. Then number five... Um, I think it's very important to be a constant learner. Uh, we never know it all. We never reach a point where we max out um, and and stop learning. You've got to constantly be learning. Uh, you know, not every reader is a leader, but every leader is a reader. And uh, constantly reading to learn more about how to improve themselves, how to improve their business, how to improve their management team, how to improve their sales, whatever it is, we're constantly learning. The best leaders are lifelong learners. Like I said, they're never done. They take measures to create organizations that foster and inspire learning uh, throughout the whole company. And the most effective leaders are those who realize it's uh, what you learn after you know it all that counts. And that's basically what John Wooden said. John Wooden was one Heck of a college coach, probably one of the best college basketball coaches ever. 
And I'll read that again. He said, the best leaders are lifelong learners. They take measures to create organizations that foster and inspire learning. And they, the most uh, effective leader are those who realize it's what you learn after you think you know it all that counts. Reading, by the way, in, uh, it drives innovation. We can learn the importance of change, uh, needs for employees and customers. We learn that they don't have to rely on how things have been. When you are a reader, you don't have to rely on th- things like uh, on things like they've always been. Rather, um, you know that um, it it takes you take what is learned and then you find out how it could be and you try new things. I often said I learned what not to do, like I told you earlier, working for other companies. I learned what not to do. And uh, it helped me. It helped me get started. Uh, Learning, in general, being a constant learner, uh, helps build teams. Uh, No one is born knowing how to hire or build teams. That's that's a learned trait, and you learn by uh, a mentor, or you learn by reading, or you learn by... uh, training seminars, online courses, coaches, podcasts, networking groups, and associations. Uh, I used to attend uh, what they called learning lunches, meeting with uh, 20 entrepreneurs or so for a brown bag lunch. And you just got to have a deep desire to learn. That's what it takes. You got to have the deep desire to learn. If I have to tell you, you need to learn, uh, you're not getting it. Nothing's easy, folks. Nothing's easy. Everything we talked about today, um, n- none of that's easy. It, it, it's hard. Uh, it, it doesn't come natural for most of us. And uh, some of us had made it look easy, uh, but we have not walked. Uh, you've not walked in my shoes. You've not wa- we've not walked in Steve Jobs or Bezos or uh, Elon Musk's. Uh, we've not walked in their shoes. We don't know what what all they went through, but I'm sure they went through a lot of uh, hard work, a lot of pain, a lot of tears along the way. So my advice to you, I don't care if you've been in business uh, one year, five years, 10 years, stay strong. You're better than you think and never quit. Quitting doesn't get you anywhere, but uh, looking for another job. So, um, Stay strong and keep making things happening and keep trying. Uh, It's amazing what will happen if you do that, okay? So before we wrap up, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. And can I call an audible right there? Folks, I need some more subscriptions. On some of our podcasts, we've got up to 60,000 viewers but I don't have enough subscriptions and likes. I I need you to like this thing and I need you to subscribe, please. Um, It's important. Uh, You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening. I'll do my best to keep challenging you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee show no spaces no underscores as always thanks for listening carry on god bless make it a great day we're not guaranteed another i'll see you later